We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down. As long as we are confident and you know, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. motivation to start the week maga monday maga monday morning yeah you can be the greatest you can be the best you can be the king calm banging on your chest you can be what a great video from the dilly meme team you can talk the guy go banging on his door you can throw your hands up you can keep the clock you can move a mountain you can break rocks you can be a master don't wait for luck dedicate yourself and you go find yourself You can run the mile. You can walk straight through hell with a smile. You can be the hero. You can go. Breaking over, breaking deep. I never could be broke. Yeah, do it for your people. Do it for your pride. Never gonna know if you never even try. Do it for your country. Do it for your name. Cause there's gonna be a day when you're standing in the hall of fame. And the world's gonna know your name. All right. Good morning, everybody. Figure we play a little, uh, little, mo- little motivational video. You know, 
Trump 2024. Yeah, this was done by the Dilly meme team. Anyway, MAGA Monday. MAGA morning. We're back. We're live. We're in Rumble Getter. You know, wherever you are. Rumble's the place, though. If you don't have a Rumble account, you should at this point. Uh, yeah. We got a lot going on. First, do me a favor. Hit the like. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the follow. I put on... I also uh, put it on my Twitter page over the weekend. So you've all heard me talk about the, um, why do I sound low to myself? Does my audio sound okay? Tell me in the chat. Um, you've heard me mention the Patriot Freedom Project a lot. That helps the January 6th defendants, families, and things like that. And they actually, they they put it out last year and um Alex Bruschewitz from uh, X Strategies helped produce it for Cynthia Hughes and the Patriot Freedom Project. As a matter of fact, um, when I was at the event last week, Tuesday at Bedminster, the following day they were starting to film the second part of the uh, documentary. It's called Due Process Denied, and it's on my Rumble channel. Um, so at some point you should watch it, and my Rumble channel, again, it's easy to get to. Right, and Go right in your web your search browser, and it's 1776live.tv. I put it up uh, this weekend. I think I put it up Saturday, and it, it already has almost, I think, like 16,000 views. It's like an hour long, and it's basically a bunch of the families uh, who, were, who were affected by having their loved ones um, locked up for nonsense in um, – uh, you know, for January 6th and all that nonsense, all that bullshit. So, yeah, go and check it out. Due process denied. It's on my Rumble channel. It's been uh, widely viewed already, just throwing it up there and not really, you know, saying it's up there. But it's it's there. Check it out. And hopefully the second uh, part of the documentary comes out at some point this year. There's a lot of updates with a lot of the January 6th prisoners. Unfortunately, one who was on my show at the beginning of this month, Chris Worrell, who was supposed to be sentenced on the 18th, decided after they, the prosecution said that they were going to give him the, I think, terrorism enhancement or, or some type of sentencing enhancement. He was looking at a minimum of 10 years, and they were adding, adding another four. You know, the guy's got cancer, and um, he took off, and he still, not, he still was not arrested or found. And when I mean found, like he might have taken his own life or anything like that. So neither have happened. But he's still gone as far as I, I, the last update I got, Chris Worrell, who didn't even go to the, in, inside the Capitol. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, due process denied, Patriot Freedom Project. Check it out. I'm actually uh, meeting to this evening uh, Cynthia Hughes from, uh, from the Patriot Freedom Project and some other uh, people from some other great organizations um, fighting uh, the first responder suicide and, um, and human trafficking at Be at Bedminster. I have to go to Bedminster tonight for dinner. Um, Trump's house. Go to go to Trump's house for dinner tonight again. Maybe he'll make an appearance. He usually does. All right. Uh, what do we got? Oh, all right. The mug shot. So here's the thing, and I, I think I mentioned it on Friday. The mug shot merchandise. The what now has become the which I'm so happy about, and hopefully it's more by now, the $7.1 million mugshot. And as I said, but listen, as soon as that sheriff had said that we have a mugshot for you, I said, and I think I said it before, 
I said it in, in back in the case in New York when he was indicted, which I was physically at. I said, this man needs to demand the handcuffs, demand the mugshot, demand the full treatment and processing of a uh, defendant, because that will be the most iconic mugshot ever in American history. I mean, in, name the most famous individual that has received a mugshot. They're, they're irrelevant now. They're irrelevant. Donald Trump's mugshot. And so far it had, as of uh, two days ago, Trump campaign raised $7.1 million after just the mugshot. So that brings me to the mugshot merchandise that everyone and their mother is selling. But first, good morning, Hog. Good morning, Savo Jr. I see Black Rain Patriot in the chat. AP Unfiltered. AP Unfiltered. How am I missing anybody so far? No. It's a, it's a slow Monday. I'm, I'm running on, on, on fumes uh, today. But yeah, it's what we do. This is the life we've chosen. So everybody and their mother is selling mugshot merchandise in their own way. And... I, I hate it. I hate it because, I, and, I, and I talk about this often, the conservative movement, the grifting in the conservative movement. Everybody wants to sell a stupid t-shirt with a stupid saying on it. And granted, some of them are cool and, and stuff like that. And I get it. People have shows. They want to support the shows. Hence why I self-sponsor my cigar company, right? You buy my cigars. It helps my business. It helps me keep the show going and things like that. But the Trump campaign is raising money for both campaigning for president, okay, to God willing help save this republic, and also the legal defense to defend a man who's desperately trying to help this country and the American people. Uh, good morning, R. Carpy5562. You're a newbie here. Well, we are happy to have you. We have fun. We're here Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern, typically an hour. Sometimes you go a little over. And uh, we just, you know, we gangbang on the government. Um, MAGA Republican, just take a deep breath and, and inhale the uh, right-wing extremism that we're all accused of. And, uh, yeah, glad you're here. And if you don't know my name, I'm Alan Jacoby, host of MAGA Mornings, a proud MAGA extremist, probably on multiple lists. And then, you know, here we go. So, all right. All I'm going to say is if you're going, if you want to buy Trump mugshot merch, you should buy it straight from the campaign. And the website's out there. You can get it. Just Google official Trump merchandise and it'll come right up. I believe it's under WinRed, which Donald Trump is, is that's the website he chooses to use. That's what he's got going on. Um, it is what it is, but $7.1 million within like 24 hours of the mugshot being taken. And that number is just going to climb. And the left is going crazy. The DeSantards are going crazy. They're, they're, at, they're, they're beside themselves that this mugshot blew up in their face. I mean, what did they think was going to happen? The $7 million mugshot. Behave yourself. Don't become the meme. <laughs> uh, but yeah, $7.1 million. That's 
I thought it'd be more, but again, this was only 24 hours after the mugshot was taken. Well, you know, it's been, it's, it's, that number has, has risen a lot. Um, and, and it's wild. It's wild. I think tomorrow we're going to get into maybe, um, here's what I want you to think for the, all the regulars in the chat and we're not going to get into the, into it now, but I think tomorrow we're going to get into VP picks, you know, maybe why and, and what you, you know, you think, but think about it. Cause, uh, really think about it. I want to talk about, I want to talk VP picks tomorrow. I think I narrowed it down to two and one is probably on the short list, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go from there. And obviously, Oh, here's another thing too. So $7.1 million on the mugshot. And what I'd like to know is because now that uh, X or Twitter, they, uh, with the ad revenue and all the impressions and things like that, I'm one. So Donald Trump came back to Twitter, uh, the night of the 24th, 9.38 PM. And, and hasn't, hadn't tweeted for like two and a half years since like January 8th of 2021. And boom, he puts on his, uh, he tweets out his iconic mugshot. And yes, Hog, it 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 one hundred percent trumps Johnny Cash's uh um mugshot. And I love Johnny Cash. But there there's there's no one else. I think Elvis Presley has a mugshot. We're talking Al Capone, we're talking John Gotti, we're talking every serial killer out there. Not comparing Trump to serial killers, but if you know what I'm saying, the iconic people that have had mugshots taken. None are are gonna you know, Hogman for VP. Could you imagine? I I don't know. I don't know what our, I don't know what our country would look like if you were vi- vice president. <laughs> oh, happy happy belated birthday, by the way. I think I neglected to say it on Twitter, and I don't think I sent you a text message. So, Hogman had a birthday. Um, a, was it a few days ago? Last week? I might be really late, and I apologize. But uh, speaking of birthdays, my good friend Roger Stone turned 71 yesterday. It was his birthday, and he's still rocking and rolling. He was just in Vegas for the Reawaken tour, and he's traveling the country doing what he can to help save the republic and advocate for the great Donald J. Trump, trusted advisor of the 45th president, my good friend Roger Stone. So 71 yesterday. Happy birthday, Roger. Um, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> – here we go. Oh, oh, and Stephen Chong. This is one of uh, this is one of Donald Trump's uh, campaign people. Really good guy. Giant Hawaiian. I'm pretty sure he's Hawaiian. So he put this out on the 26th. This tweet. Hold on. Close to 20 million raised in last three weeks, coinciding with indictment in D.C. and the Atlanta mugshot. 7.1 million since Thursday. That was the Atlanta mugshot. million yesterday, Friday alone, the highest grossing day of the entire campaign. So four point, almost $4.2 million in in an entire day. Organic money has skyrocketed, especially after Donald Trump tweeted out the picture along with the website URL. An organic money meaning, you know, single voter, single, single voter uh, contributions, grassroots voting. Um, and and that's that's the important that's that's important that's what you need you need the um i'm sorry about that you need the single voter contributions because they're going to come with votes and they're going to come with that support where desantis is over there getting contributions from uh, larger contributions from uh you know wealthy people and they're capped and that's why they're having money issues but they'll never admit that they're having money issues and that's okay listen that that's fine 
Joe Biden's out there spending, I think, $25 million on ads, uh, you know, against Trump and Republicans and pro, pro-abortion and, you know, all kinds of crazy shit. Listen, there's a lot of rumors. And I, this, this wasn't what I was looking to get into, but and I, I saw a bunch of shit this morning as I was uh, perusing the, uh, the interweb. You know, is is Joe Biden going to come back and mandate COVID boosters? Are we going to have lockdowns? Are we gonna Are we gonna have mandates? I mean, there already there's already mask mandates around around the country again. I I don't know. I'm 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 on the fence whether they're going to do it or not in such a in such a crazy time. I feel like it would be political suicide for any Democrat to turn around and say we're going to mandate this. But again. They don't care because they're so callous now and, and we're in charge and you're not. My advice obviously will be and always will be do not comply. They can't arrest us all. And if they do, I hope we're at least in the same cell block. Maybe they'll give me a microphone to do a podcast from there. But, I, you know, it's wild. It's wild that what we're going to see – possibly see lockdown 2.0 mandate 2.0 and these are people where the 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 political campaigning is so uh toxic and 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 horrific and i don't even know words for it that they would actually put themselves in that position but you know who's putting himself in a great position is donald trump you have the mugshot which is great i mean unbelievable amount of of campaign money pouring in because of a mugshot. Yeah, I don't see any of us complying either. And I really hope, you know, those people that I I I, I had hope for the last time around and said, no, they're not going to comply, that they don't comply either. And then they did, and they took the knee out of convenience, which really just annoyed the crap out of me. It's like you talk a good game, you're waving your flag in a parking lot, you're putting, you know, yourself out there on social media as this advocate of non-compliance of tyrannical government and then you're turning around and you're complying with tyrannical government out of convenience because well you have to go to work you can't miss your tennis lesson you have to drop the kid off at the free babysitter for six hours known as the public school system run by the government that comes with government messaging and all kinds of crazy crap so it's like where do you where do you sit Where, where do you where do you sit are you sitting on the fence? Are you, are you taking a stand? Are you just going to be on the sideline and you're going to do whatever Big Daddy government tells you to do out of convenience? Because, well, I mean, let's face it. Nobody wants to feel uncomfortable. Nobody wants to feel inconvenience, especially more than ever with the financial burdens people are seeing. I mean, how many people, I would imagine that most people, most of us are financially you know burdened anyway with everything that's going on between gas prices and grocery bills and all this other crap and now it's like oh my god now they're gonna make us now i'm really gonna have to uh get this shot now in order to keep my job because i'm two months behind on my rent or i'm two months behind on my mortgage and and gas is going up another 40 cents a gallon pro establishment people i mean i didn't comply the first time around either like at all at all I, i you know I I was scorched earth. Just I, I didn't give a shit. I would walk into the local convenience stores, 7-Elevens, <clears throat> and they would say, you have to wear a mask. And I would put them on ignore, whether I was in there for a cup of coffee or a drink or whatever it was. And I'd say, oh, if, that th- if that thing was $3.99 and I had a $5 bill in my hand, 
I would walk past the counter, I would show them the drink, and I would take the $5 or whatever it was, and I would put it on the counter, and I would walk out, never speaking a word, never acknowledging anything about, oh, you, because I, when it first started, it was I was going, and I, I would ignore them, and I would go get what I'd get, and then I'd bring it to the counter, and all they would say is, sir, you have to wear a mask, and I'm like, no, how much? They wouldn't even ring me up. They did not want to accept my money. So that's when it was, you know what? <clears throat> Screw you. And I would just leave the money on the counter. And that's what I did. If I had to go somewhere, I went through a supermarket where I had a manager following me and he kept saying, sir, you have to wear a mask. And I kept saying, well, you should probably call the police. And I would filling up my shopping cart and I went to self-checkout. And short of standing in front of me, not allowing me to self-checkout, oh, he did, though. He, he let me self-checkout. He wasn't going to get that. And he, he even told someone, I believe, I remember the one time, to call the police. But I don't know if they did or not, or they just didn't show up because I self-checked out. I check out everything, and I, I, I put everything back in the cart, and I had my own bags with me, so I just bag it out in the car, and I walked out. And that was it, you know. It, it's just the way it is. I didn't comply the last time, felt bad, lost my former employer to contract. It sucks, doesn't it? I know people that lost jobs. <clears throat> and of course, I know people that were so petrified of losing their job that they went ahead and went through with the mandates because they did not want to lose their job. I get the feeling of desperation and helplessness, but there comes a point where you have to say, is this really worth my health or literally allowing the government to have this much control over my life. My company was waiting to see what FDA chose, and I was saving money on the side to go to the end and have them fire me, collect unemployment, and find a new job. And I think in, in some states they were saying, where if you got fired, I think they did this in New York, if you got fired for not complying with the mandate, then the state would not pay you unemployment. I'm not sure if that was everywhere. I think that was a thing in New York. Uh, yeah, anyway, it is what it is. So I had there, there was this video, you probably saw it going around, and it's great. And this woman, whoever she is, literally should be um, chosen to narrate the next Trump campaign video. You imagine you're there, Atlanta, and even the even the sheriff of Fulton County, that guy Pete or Pat Labatt, whatever the hell he is that left his piece of garbage. When he saw all the Trump supporters there, like he went to the gate of the jail with his armed deputies, heavily armed de deputies, and was looking at the shit show of Trump supporters there in the press. I can't imagine what he was feeling, or even what that fat little tub of lard, phony Fanny Willis was feeling when they watched the news of in the clips of Donald Trump and his caravan literally coming in like gangbusters into their town, into their county, like here with the motorcade, with all of the police motorcycles and the escort, like all, all of the law enforcement, like here I am. And then aggravated that he was there in and out in 20 minutes. I think he was on the ground and back on the plane in less than an hour. And then managed to raise millions of dollars from that stupid photo that they took. And, and it's so great. But this woman, she was watching it on CNN. I love this hashtag uh, gang gang. If you haven't seen it, I mean, listen, even 
even the hood of Atlanta, was Trump driving through, he was getting cheers. Like, you have people, and of course now, between the left and the DeSantis people, if you're a MAGA Republican and a Trump supporter, and now if you say that blacks are coming out to support Trump, that black rappers are making videos and black sports figures are making videos now after Atlanta, the Atlanta indictment, uh, in support of Trump, that if we, we say that, we are racist. Now the DeSantis camp is saying that the, the, the Trump supporters are advocates for racism because we're saying that Trump appeals to the black voters, which has always been true since the beginning. But now that we're saying it, and because he was in Atlanta and people are coming out and saying it more, we are racist now. So this is great. This woman, I'm sorry, she needs to narrate the next Trump campaign video. And all y'all be talking about y'all gang gang. This gang gang. This man rolled through <laughs> all his people deep. Flew in, rolled through the city deep. I'm talking about gang gang. Donald not playing. <laughs> GOP. Donald like gang gang. <laughs> Let me drop this. Ride with me real quick. Y'all, I got to take this ride. I got to take this flight and this ride real quick. <laughs> Drop this 20 grand off to these folk since they hooping and hollering. You know what I'm saying? Look, this man riding through the city. Do you hear me? Y'all got to understand. Like, this is history. Like, this is crazy. Donald don't care nothing about what y'all talking about. <laughs> Donald said, and what? You want me here? I'm in Georgia. What's up? Say something. I pulled up. I'm going to pull up on you, Fulton <laughs> County. I'm going to pull up. He pulled up on him. He said, let me pop out real quick. <laughs> Yo, this man came to Georgia squad deep. I ain't even mad. I'm in the cars for days. Like, yo, security for days. Like, yo, y'all be talking about y'all gang gang. Y'all don't know nothing about gang gang. We even got the ambulance just in case somebody get hurt. I take care of my people. Tell them, Donald. Donald said, this ain't nothing but, this ain't nothing but a little pit stop like this, you know what I mean? Like, this right here, y'all, this right here, y'all. <laughs> they got, this shit is hilarious. I mean, he riding through the trenches, like. <laughs> I wish the clip was longer. I'm sure she went on for a little bit, but that's great. That woman right there, I want to know who she is, what she looks like, and she needs to, um, narrate the next Trump campaign video. And not just because she's black, but because she's speaking the truth. I mean, they this is blowing up in their face at uh, in epic proportions. Gang, gang. When have you ever seen a former president with that kind of honorage? It's, it's, it's interesting. Well, <clears throat> I mean, I know Donald Trump has the biggest um, Secret Service detail. Like, it's wild. I've been to Bedminster... I'm going today. I think today's number eight this summer. I think it's the eighth time I'm there. And, you know, they, between the Secret Service uniform force, like the police, they have like the, the vehicle at the front gate. And then they have the, a lot of unmarked vehicles. Um, and it takes a lot to move him. And he's always on the move. That's the problem, you know? You know, when he, when he got out of office, they told him he couldn't fly on his own helicopter, that he can, you know, use the plane. And uh, he, his... He's got the best dress Secret Service detail, too, because every time we're at um, Bedminster, they're all wearing the really nice 
uh, Trump property polos. Like, I'm actually even surprised that they're allowed to wear them. It's not campaign material. It's from the property, like from the golf club. But they're all wearing them with the Trump, you know, uh, embossed uh, emblem on there. Trump, whatever it is, Bedminster or whatever. And it's funny. It's like uh, they're not in suits unless unless they're going out and he's in suits. But when they're at the property, they're all they're all wearing the uh, the Trump golf uh, golf shirts. It's like what the one guy with the shirt said. They recognize what the feds and government are doing to Trump, and it's bullshit. A lot of people are saying that. A lot of people, ever, especially since Fulton County, are, and I'm talking middle class to lower middle class people, even lower class, are, it's amazing what this government is doing to this individual. And... And I'd like to think that even if you took Donald Trump's name out of it and inserted any name in the same situation, that people would still react the same. Like the political opponent of the um, party in power, or the party currently in power, of what they're doing to him, that it, it's complete and utter bullshit. And it's unfortunate because I think every presidential candidate on the in the Republican side that's still in the in the race. I think it's um I think it's a kick in the face to Donald Trump. And if they wanted to show any unity and really send a a powerful message and shiver up the spine of every establishment cuck and every leftist cuck that they would all turn around and back out and throw their support behind Donald Trump just for the fact that of what the ruling party is doing to him. But they're not. Instead, they're all working behind the scenes with these other shitbags to literally try to remove Donald Trump's name from ballots. The left and the right. Republicans, Democrats, lawyers, scholars, Jamie Raskin, all these other shitbirds. But before that, while Donald Trump is fundraising off of the iconic mugshot, and not only that, but moving upwards in the polls again, we have, and this is great, from the National Pulse, and I love this, Ron DeSantis is now officially the single-digit midget in the presidential race for the Republican nominee. National Pulse, single-digit midget DeSantis collapses into fourth place in New Hampshire in the Granite State. Ron DeSantis, America's governor, is getting beat by a a no-name businessman who to me looks like Obama 2.0, Vivek Ramaswamy, came out of nowhere and he's saying all the right things. And the Twinkie King of New Jersey, Chris Christie. Ron DeSantis, America's governor. Who kept Florida free? Bullshit. Who everybody loves. Oh, my God. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has falling behind both Chris Christie and Vivek Ramaswamy in the early GOP battleground state of New Hampshire, dropping to just 9% of the vote as Donald Trump continues to dominate the field. A poll by... Echelon Insights, quizzing 800 likely Republican primary voters, puts Chris Christie in second at 14%. Wow. 14% 
and the meatball meatball run is only at nine. And previously little known Ohio businessman Vivek Ramaswamy is also in double digits at eleven percent, putting him in third place. Senator Tim Scott is polling at seven, just two points behind the Florida governor. Donald Trump stands at thirty four percent in the Granite State. Interestingly, New Hampshire voters listed political corruption as their number one issue with the cost of living in second, jobs in the economy in third, immigration in fourth, and national security in fifth place of number one issues. But their their first number one issue among these 800 people said political corruption. Now I would now is that political corruption because the Joe Hunter Biden business deals and everything that's coming out with that, or is the is it also maybe it's 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 hand in hand the political corruption of the Biden regime and the DOJ being so terrified that they're weaponizing the government and federal law enforcement and intimidating state law enforcement uh, entities to go after their political opponent, Donald Trump, because they are absolutely terrified. Four-inch boot lifts, <laughs> single-digit midget. Oh, good morning, Laura. Laura Ann in the house from the great state of South Carolina, where I want to end up. I think I want to take a trip there soon and drive around and see exactly where I want to land. But I think I know where I want to land, but I want to check it out. The DeSantis campaign continues to slump in both state and national polling while bleeding cash because they're not getting the organic cash. They're not getting the single voter grassroots donations. I mean, granted, they're getting some, but Donald Trump is the king of grassroots donations. Despite multiple attempts to reboot the campaign, well, you know what? You can do all the reboots you want, but that whole that whole Twitter space launch was an epic failure it was stupid it was gay and whoever decided who's ever main decision whoever decided to make that decision to do that twitter space announcement for meatball the run for president should not only be fired if they haven't been already but should be chastised for the rest of their life in their miserable career of politics they should probably never be allowed to work in politics again uh, seemingly unable to gain traction in the polls or raise campaign cash, DeSantis has increasingly become reliant on support from the Never Back Down Super PAC, which the National Pulse has exposed for being a hive of never-Trumpers and actual Democrats, which is true. The Echelon Insights poll is just the latest to show DeSantis being overtaken by Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy and the, and the Twinkie King of New Jersey is kicking the shit out of the meatball in New Hampshire, a very important state. And yes, the never back down pack, never Trumpers, literal Democrats, people that have donated to Democrats are, are running that pack, are, are heavy contributors to that pack. So that just tells me uniparty establishment. But they'll deny it. No, no, no. Donald Trump spoke nicely of Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but all those people are fundraising for Ron DeSantis. That's not true. Yes, it is. Shut up. It is too. So, all right. It's um, but okay. So hey, here we go. Hey, this is this is great. Here's another talking about New Hampshire. First of all, can you please show me anywhere in the United States, including Florida, a pro DeSantis boat parade, a pro DeSantis heavily attended rally 
that DeSantis is not attending or a DeSantis caravan of many, many vehicles with DeSantis flags riding through a town showing the support for him without being prompted by the campaign. Show me a DeSantis rally that DeSantis has not planned to be at where DeSantis flags are everywhere. Show me a DeSantis caravan with De- of vehicles driving through a town to show their support for him with flags without being prompted or paid for by the campaign. And maybe I'll give you some money. <clears throat> because the Trump caravans and the Trump rallies without Trump even stepping foot in the state has been going on since before, way before 2020, okay? Probably as far back as the, as the first election. But here you go, in New Hampshire, in the Granite State, this is what you, this is what you see coming down the road. The Trump campaign didn't put this together. It's not 150 vehicles, but look at all the vehicles with the Trump flags. Show me this, but with DeSantis flags. Look at this. Look at the parade of vehicles. And we see this on Long Island where I am a lot. Look at this. This is in New Hampshire. Nice Jeep. I mean, you love to see it. They hate to see it, and they know they can't compete with it. So, and, and, hold on. Over the weekend, in New York City, which everyone's like, ah, New York City is a blue bubble, which, yes, it is, but the areas surrounding it, and this happens often. This was just over the weekend. This is a video from the, my great friend, Paul Ingrassia, great legal mind, New York Young Republican Club uh, board member, and um, one of Donald Trump's favorite Substack writers, because every time he writes a Substack, I think he, I think he literally could put anything in it, and Donald Trump will retruth it. This is in New York City over the weekend. At Trump Tower. I could do without the naked cowboy. But I mean, now you're seeing these pop-ups more and more now. So I mean, New York City, Trump Tower. It's, it's, how many more are you going to see? Doesn't New Hampshire license plates say live free or die? Yeah, they do. But what's wild is, I just, I, I cannot fathom, I cannot fathom how the Twinkie King of New Jersey is beating Ron DeSantis in New Hampshire. I can't, I cannot figure that out. It, it's got to be, I don't know. It, it's weird. It's weird. But, you know, to, to see that in New Hampshire with all those vehicles, anywhere, you're, you're not, so someone, some DeSantis idiot on Twitter was like, oh, look, I have my DeSantis flags on my boat. I have two of them for my boat. And the only one. You're not seeing... Remember the, the, the Trump boat parades? I had a friend of mine who who used to run them. He had one. It was the Trump barge. It was this tremendous barge. It had fire trucks on it and police cars. It was like the Trump barge. My friend John Fisher down in, um, in Palm Beach, Palm Beach County, a retired fireman. He's running for office something down there, county commissioner. He... uh. 
but he he would run those those Trump boat parades, and they were tremendous. He'd have Don Jr. in them. You have so many of them, but you're not seeing that for Ron DeSantis. I don't think you ever will. You know, even if they even if the Trump campaign wanted to, even if the DeSantis campaign wanted to do it, I don't even think they'd have en- enough money to do that and run the campaign because they're bleeding cash, and that's a fact, and that is a 100% fact. All right, before I move on to the evil people trying to take Trump's name off the of the ballot. I live in New Jersey and work in New York City. I'm surrounded by lib morons. Hey, R. Carpy, I am in Long I'm on Long Island. Uh, I'm in New York City often, and I'm 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 in Jersey often. I'll be in, in Jersey this evening. And on Long Island, it's it's mixed, but there's a lot of red. There's a lot of Trump support on Long Island. And obviously, if you go into the city, that the the Trump stronghold is Staten Island, but there's also still a lot of people that are still afraid to come out publicly. And I know people like this who have to keep politics completely out of it. I mean, they 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 won't even wear a a Trump hat or a Trump shirt because they're afraid of what the ridicule of of their job and and things like that. And I, I get it to that degree where you don't want to talk politics, but when it comes to the mandates and lockdowns. You better best pack up your desk and get the hell out and and say, screw this place. I'm going to adapt and overcome. But, you know, that's wild. All right, it's time. Self-sponsored, MyPatriotCigars.com. People tell me I'm not talking about my cigars enough. I think I talk about them too much, but I get it. MyPatriotCigars.com, it's my company, conservative and patriot-owned. I uh, support conservative uh, organizations, Patriot organizations, the Patriot Freedom Project for the January 6th defendants, uh, veteran suicide, things like that. MyPatriotCigars.com, we got a cigar for everybody. They're great. I worked on and uh, came up with the uh, blends myself with the master blenders that I worked with. So there is a cigar for every palate. And of course, Again, you can buy a cigar for a deployed service member, which have been um, people have been doing a lot, even not even buying cigars for themselves or loved ones for a deep discount. You can buy a cigar for a deployed service member and we'll get it in their hands all over the world and the country. And you can use promo code MAGA for 25% off the entire site with the exception of monthly subscriptions and gift cards. But if you buy a gift card for somebody, as a gift, which we get a, a lot last right before last Christmas, the amount of gift cards was crazy. They can use the promo code MAGA to get 25% off when they use their gift card. And if you just want to help support the brand because we're conservative owned and we do great things, we employ great people, you can buy some merch. We've got shirts, hoodies. It's getting to be hoodie weather soon. The fall's coming, hats. We got the We the People trucker hat. We got the ashtrays are still sold out. I'm trying to they're on back order. I don't know what's going on with them. We got tumblers. We got cigar cases, cigars, cigars for d- deployed service members. MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA for 25% off. And you may watch other podcasts, and you might see my company being advertised. And obviously, you could use their promo codes as well. Um, you're going to be seeing um, my Patriot Cigars on the Dilly Show soon. I just went into contract to sponsor his show. And uh, Laura Loomer and I have been speaking about it. She's doing some stuff that I think I'm going to sponsor with the cigar company as well. So, yeah, MyPatriotCigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. And you also, this free shipping on orders over 100 bucks uh, anywhere in this great republic we live in. All right. Let me get rid of some of this. I have a lot of tabs open. Stand by. All right. 
we have all these attorneys. We have these attorney generals. We have people all over the country now looking to this is this is I think the big story that a lot of people aren't talking about. We can talk about indictments. We can talk about mug shots all day long. What people aren't talking enough about is the great lengths in now the court system and by other means of trying to prevent Donald Trump from being even an available candidate to run for not only the primary, but the general election by removing his name off the ballot. They want to go as far as removing his name off of the primary ballot. And then when people say, well, we'll just write him in. No, they want a full disqualification that he cannot hold the office or any office uh, in, in this country again. So it's a problem. And this, I think, is the real fight. And this is where I believe people should be figuratively banging down the doors of their members of Congress, preferably maybe not at the Capitol, so you're not thrown in the gulag and accused of being a domestic terrorist. Phone calls, emails, district offices. We're talking, I have to talk to some people. I mean, maybe we need some rallies or something, but they literally... This is in Florida. Here we go. Florida attorney files legal challenge claiming Trump cannot be on the 2024 ballot due to alleged involvement in January 6th insurrection. He's not charged with insurrection. He's not charged with seditious conspiracy or sedition or anything like that that mentions in the 14th Amendment saying that you can't hold public office. But they're looking for any little thing. They're saying that he incited the January 6th riot or insurrection, whatever fancy word they're going to use. And that they're saying, because part of the 14th Amendment says if you um, aid and if you aid anyone in the, in, the, in the insurrection or overthrowing of the government, if you provide any refuge to them, you can be held liable under the 14th Amendment. Now, people have been, unfortunately, charged and convicted with seditious conspiracy. Look at some of the members of the Proud Boys. I think there's three or four convictions of seditious conspiracy. And they're going to try to turn around and say that because Donald Trump incited it and they acted in an attempt to overthrow the government in this insurrection, and, and they've been convicted of sedition, seditious conspiracy, that they could tie Donald Trump to them and say that he cannot be on the ballot for any election ever again. Not only that, but he cannot hold office. And this is what they're trying to do. And they're going to try to do this state by state by state. You're going to get blue states that may succeed in removing him off the ballot. You may get a, a if you get one swing state to do it, that's a big problem. And of course, Donald Trump can fight this and will fight it with heavy, heavy lawfare, which means more money. This is what, of course, the goal is too, to financially disable him and, and, and sideline him. A challenge has been filed in federal court seeking a declaratory relief on the eligibility of President Donald Trump to run in the 2024 presidential election. I agree. F these people. Blue Boy Life, I have not seen you in the chat before, so if you're new, welcome, and I'm happy you're here and in the chat. The petitioner cites Section 3 of the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, which disqualifies individuals involved in insurrections against the government from running for federal office. No, there was no insurrection. Even the FBI said it. The corrupt FBI even said there was no insurrection, and they had federal assets in the crowd. 
The lawsuit filed on Tuesday by Lawrence A. Kaplan alleges that Trump is constitutionally prohibited from running for president again due to his alleged involvement in the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Kaplan claimed that he has participated in the last 12 presidential elections and is a legal resident of Florida. He is also a member of various state bars and federal courts, includes the US, including the U.S. Supreme Court, asserting that his this gives him standing in the matter. Um, that he should also put in there that he is a cuck that likes to get pegged by his wife because that's what it sounds like. He sounds like a little bitch. There's a transcript of the complaint, which I'm not going to go into, okay? Um, talking about free speech and blah, blah, blah. It's just a lot of nonsense, but he specifically invokes Section 3 of the 14th Amendment ratified after the Civil War to disqualify Trump from running for the presidency. The mere fact that he has been formally indicted for various felonies, including insurrection against the federal government, mandates that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment be triggered. Nowhere in his indictment or the felonies does it say insurrection against the federal government. Donald Trump, that is a lie. Donald Trump was never charged with insurrection. Yes. F these people. I love it. 100%. Cucked. You know this guy gets pegged by the wife, and his neighbor probably watches. Yeah. So they're going to go to – this is going to happen in a lot of states. And, of course, might not play the whole thing, but I saw this yesterday. Jamie Raskin, we should all feel bad for him because, you know, he has cancer and wears a do-rag, do-rag on, his, on his head. I could give a shit less. He's an election denier. He's one of the people. He's one of like seven or eight congressmen. Uh oh, what happened here? Who tried to stop the decertification of Donald Trump and didn't even do it the right way. It was nonsense. Let's see if this plays for me. I want to see why won't it let me. Here we go. Let's see. Raskin, the congressman from Maryland. Thank you so much, Congressman, for joining me. Uh, let's start with the question of what I was just mentioning, which is the, the fourth arrest. You have seen, first of all, how incredibly viral this mugshot has gone. Given how uh, intensely political it was, it is, and that is obviously an expected thing. Do you think taking that mugshot was necessary? What? Well, the, I think the critical thing is that Donald Trump and his co-defendants be treated exactly like everybody else would be treated in a similar uh, prosecution. Uh, Fannie Willis, the prosecutor involved, has uh, undertaken numerous state RICO prosecutions. And as long as this is consistent with everything that's happened before, I think that's the right thing to do. Uh, former federal prosecutor in DeKalb said that the racketeering charge might seem like a little too much to a jury. He told uh, the Wall Street Journal, quote, I like a state side, but it's not I like the state side, but it's not a slam dunk. Anytime you bring a RICO case when it's not against the mafia, there's a chance that the jury thinks the case is overcharged. There's a massive danger in jury nullification. Do you share that concern? Well, um, RICO has been used mostly not against the mafia. If you look at all of the RICO prosecutions in the country at the federal and state level, and of course, there would be something strange about a law that applies only to one group. It applies to a pattern of racketeering activity that is organizing people together into a conspiracy in order to achieve an illegal end, in this case, 
the overthrow of a presidential election and substituting Wrong. a counterfeit process made up of fake electors or the actual process that the people voted on. Hawaii so in the 60s. There are lots of component criminal parts to it, and there were a lot of people involved. And that, to me, seems as if it's custom-made for a RICO prosecution, the way that we've developed it. If people want to talk about reforming the RICO statute, then we can analyze that. But it's been upheld against constitutional attack repeatedly. Five of the 19 individuals charged as part of this conspiracy are now asking to move to federal court. And it raises questions about whether a state can charge individuals for actions that they allegedly took when they were federal official, 100%. officials. 100%. Do you believe that these cases dealing with uh, individuals who were working for the federal government or elected officials in the federal government like the president belong in federal court? Well, there's no question that a state has the power to prosecute someone who is a federal official or a federal employee. I mean, just think about a federal official or employee who engages in a bank robbery or a murder. Obviously, this isn't the, the same thing, you fucking moron. Them. There is a statute which says that if a federal uh, officer or employee is conducting their federal work under an order from a superior to execute a federal policy, then they can petition to have that removed to federal court exactly um if they're being prosecuted for work mark they were meadows doing donald their trump job. so that of course raises the question when mark meadows tries to remove from georgia state court to federal court mm -hmm. whether he was actually engaged in the work of the federal government and he was acting pursuant to a federal policy the court is going to have to rule on that in any event even if it is removed all that the, this means is that the federal court will um conduct the state criminal prosecution this guy under the auspices mm -hmm. of the federal judiciary. So you're saying it doesn't have much of a, of a pragmatic change. I mean, one obvious change is you won't actually well, see it. In, this, in Georgia, you would actually have a camera in the courtroom. But beyond that? That's right. Well, we won't be able to see it. And also, uh, obviously, after uh, four years of packing the courts with um, Federalist Society bloggers, uh, someone like Mark Meadows is going to feel a lot more comfortable in federal court. There is a political irony there, of course, because uh, these are supposedly the big champions of uh, state courts and state law, but they're, tr they're trying to flee from it as quickly as possible to get into the warmer climate of the federal judiciary, which they have worked so hard to gerrymander. Oh, my a God. A judge in Georgia is now saying that fake elector mastermind Kenneth Cheeseboro's racketeering trial will start on October 23rd. That's just about two months from now. Will it help Donald Probably Trump not and other happen. defendants like Rudy Giuliani or Mark Meadows to see what happens in earlier trials and try to learn from it? Um, I imagine so. Um, you know, I, I think that the key thing here is uh, the establishment of the fact because uh, Mr. Cheesebro has uh, petitioned for a speedy trial that it's perfectly um, legitimate to have a trial uh, this year to make it mm -hmm. happen in the fall and that the courts are fully equipped to do that. But uh, I think obviously the defendants are going to be able to uh, learn from each other's experiences, but uh, they're up against a mountain of evidence that they were involved in this complex Conspiracy, complex conspiracy, con mountain of evidence. I'm Jamie Raskin, objective, which is to overthrow our actual 
presidential election and substitute a counterfeit process for it. 2024 presidential candidate Asa Hutchinson, who will join me in a bit, he says that Donald Trump might be disqualified from holding office based on the 14th Amendment, which says that U.S. officials who engage in insurrection or rebellion or aid and comfort them cannot hold office again. You were not only an impeachment manager in uh, in the January 6th. Failed impeachment, impeachment Trump, manager. You were a constitutional scholar. So do you agree with scholar. Asa Hutchinson on this? Well, absolutely. And we've been saying all along that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment presents a clear and unequivocal statement that uh, anyone who has sworn an oath of office, and by the way, not just a president, but members of Congress and uh, others who hold federal office, um, who engage in insurrection or rebellion. There was no insurrection or rebellion. Uphold the Constitution against enemies, foreign and domestic, can never serve again in federal or state office. And this was added after the Civil War as a general constitutional principle, um, and we have to abide by it. Uh, Donald Trump was was impeached by the House of Representatives for inciting an insurrection against the Union. And Not an acquitted. Seven of 100 senators determined as uh, a constitutional fact that Donald Trump had incited an insurrection. He was um, acquitted. So I think you've got robust bicameral. Here we go. All right. I had it. Of course, he'll, he'll hey, fuck that guy. Yeah. Listen, literally, they stated, the FBI said it stated that there was no insurrection. Okay. There was no overthrowing of the government. The House clowns run by the Democrats impeached Donald Trump. And then the Senate acquitted him based off the lack of evidence that there was. Okay. He didn't aid in a bed and aid and comfort anybody, but that's what they're going to say. I believe they're going to make the case that he aided and comforted the the uh, anyone who was or incited the in, the insurrection because people were charged and convicted with seditious conspiracy, but he was not. They're going to try. It's a stretch. Would it would it surprise anybody? if they succeed in any of that in, on any of the state levels? I mean, would it surprise you at this moment in time? But this is, this is what they're doing. They're also the uh, New Hampshire, I believe the New Hampshire uh, a, Attorney General um, is looking into ways to try to remove Donald Trump from the ballot in New Hampshire and disqualify him. See, here's the thing. All the support that he's getting the monumental support, the monumental fundraising, indictment after indictment. They don't give a shit about facts. They are going to go even harder. I don't know if they're done with the indictments. I, I think Arizona is going to come up with something. I truly believe Arizona, pig pile Katie Hobbs, is going to turn around. The attorney general there is going to convene a grand jury if they haven't already and it just hasn't leaked. And they're going to try to indict Donald Trump for a fifth time for questioning the 2020 election, especially after here. Okay. This week, Congress is finally coming back after their long winded uh, vacation in August. And they're saying that there's going to be some impeachment charges coming in uh, uh Articles of impeachment from various members of Congress, whether it's Mayorkas, Garland, Joe Biden himself, 
So they're going to need things to clog the news with. And I think it's going to be removing Donald Trump from the ballot in, in certain states. I think several they're going to attempt. And also maybe another indictment, maybe that comes in Arizona. So it already has to be an insurrection because they already wrote the new history books. Oh, listen, 30 years from now, 50 years from now, 75 years from now, when we're all worm food or ash, there are going to be so many history books out there. This is what really gets me, that January 6th will go down in a lot of history books as the insurrection and Donald Trump will go down in some history books and several of leading it and attempting to overthrow the government, no matter what the positive outcome may be in the end. That doesn't matter. Because they'll just come up with some fancy words. So yeah, Florida, New Hampshire, I haven't heard any buzz in New York yet, but there's going to be blue states that will probably successfully be able to take Donald Trump's name off of the ballot for the primary or the general, and there's going to be a lot more lawfare being played, which means a lot more legal bills. So if you're going to buy a mugshot shirt, if you're going to buy a mugshot mug, give your money to the Trump campaign and do it. Buy it from them and not all of these grifters. And some of these grifters are friends of mine who are making their own mugshot shirts, which I think is disgusting because they're just pocketing the money. Like, I, I've, I've, I, I bought a bunch of shirts. I'll never wear the shirt, but I, I bought a bunch of them, and I bought a bunch of mugs. I'm going to give them out to people just to support the campaign. I mean, I'm giving contributions to the campaign. More so, not even the campaign, but more so the legal defense. I don't care if the guy's a billionaire. Like I said, put that money in the jet, in the jet fuel tank to transport Donald Trump to all of his court appearances. I don't give a shit. It's not going to stop me. And I think I'm going to do something with Rumble because we have the Rumble rants here where you have the little dollar sign in the chat. I think what I'm going to start doing, people, is... I think what I want to do is if you give the Rumble channel, whether it's a dollar or five dollars in the in the Rumble rants during the show, maybe I might talk about it tomorrow. I've been thinking about this all weekend and I will match dollar for dollar whatever you give to the Rumble channel. So I'll give that money that you're going to give in the chat. I'm not going to keep it. And then I will match that. And what I'll see is, is what I get and say up. Uh, either depending on the amount in a week's or a month's time. And I am willing to match it right now, dollar for dollar, up to $5,000. So if I get $5,000 in Rumble rants over the course of however long it is, when I hit the goal of $5,000, I will then take $5,000 of my own money. And that means $10,000. And I will contribute it to the Trump campaign. And there'll be, you know, receipts plastered all over the place that that's what was done with the money. So... I think I'm 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 possibly going to do that as as just a a way to to facilitate and help contributions um to the Trump campaign because without us without money camp there is no campaign without money there is no any type of campaign you need money um but now we're we're, we're working against such dark forces we're not only trying to campaign for somebody who's going to help us save the republic and put us on the right track for for future America first candidates, hopefully. But we're also fighting the evil, tyrannical, deep state scumbags who are going after a political opponent that they're absolutely terrified of. Because if they, they can do it to somebody as powerful 
and popular and wealthy as Donald Trump, they could do it to someone who doesn't have the means Donald Trump has or can get. They can do it to anybody. They can do it to every Republican that decides to run for president in the future or a higher office, whether it's senators or, or even Congress, and just to try to bankrupt them and destroy their lives in order to keep Republicans out so scumbag Democrats can hold and, and keep power. So I would, hap- I would happily donate money to fuel up that big, beautiful jet or to pay lawyers or to buy ads or to do whatever. And I think everybody should, you know, a dollar, five dollars. Oh, maybe I'll talk about it more. I have it in my head. That's pretty much how I was going to lay it out. Um, right. It doesn't matter that he's a billionaire. He shouldn't have to go through this BS. You're absolutely right. Being a billionaire has nothing to do with what's going on in a presidential election. And all of these morons, moron wet brains who says, well, why are we giving him money when he's a billionaire? It's not how it works. It's not how it works. You're running for president of the United States. If you're going to support the man and you're going to support the cause, no matter who the man is, but the cause of what they're doing to this individual, then that's really the best way to support. Not by, and and listen, these people are good friends. You know, some of them are good friends and some of them I respect. Like Jack Posobiec selling, I think he's selling mugshot merch. And he's not, none of that money's going to Donald Trump or so many others. And, you know, the grift is real. I think maybe Sebastian Gorka's doing it. Any smaller people are doing it. Uh, Benny Johnson, that cuck, I think, is doing it. I can't stand Benny Johnson. And so many others. Oh, look at the the mug merch is, is up on my Teespring, is up on my website. How about you take all your merch and shove it up your mother's ass and then tell everybody to go buy it from Donald Trump or to contribute to his campaign? You fucking miserable grifters, all of you. It's disgusting. I'm sick of all of Trump's people telling the truth. When will they start to lie when they're under oath and questioned by authorities? Lara Trump's dry vag. Oh, look, we have a troll, everybody. Look, I love trolls. MAGA is one big grift. Look at you. Oh, my God, you're going crazy. Do you all hope that Trump's trials are not televised? No, actually, we want Trump's, we want the trials to be televised. That's the difference. Look, look. Are you afraid if it's on TV, you really see how guilty he is? Lara's Trump, Lara Trump's dry vag. I bet your mother's vag is really, I bet your mother's vag looks like a grenade went off in it. And that grenade is really just all the mailmen and garbage men in the area. So hold on, I like this. I like this little button we have. We can do this. We can mute them forever. Copy and paste. And it's true. I've had this bot in the chat on an evening show. And it's like the same shit. I just... I just got rid of them. But I love trolls. I love the fact that we can annoy people to the extent and make people so crazy that they have nothing better to do than just pound on their keyboards. Like, you people are so bad, MAGA Republicans. Oh, look, look, look. Oh, he's back. Gates is seven. Look, look, look. This is great. Oh, my God. I love these trolls. And they have multiple accounts. This is so great. I had one of these not too long ago. They had eight accounts. The losers with their multiple accounts. It is wonderful. Look, I just deleted this one. Now I got to stay live for a minute. Hold on. 
This is why I love this show, Alan. No filter. Call you fuck everybody. I could care less. What are they going to do to me? You can't take anything from me. I mean, the the, the DeSantards are already calling for a boycott of my cigar company because I'm a Trump supporter. They can all go fuck their mothers. I don't care. I don't care. I'm unapologetic. And I'm the same on air as I am off air. I don't care. I know what lane I'm in. I know where I go. I know what my job is in this movement. I don't care. I don't care if anybody likes me. I don't care if anybody loves me. I don't care. It's so ridiculous. And the trolls I love because the trolls energize me. Here we go. Carrie Lake's thing. <laughs> if any of us had Trump's rap sheet, we wouldn't be able to get a job as a shift manager. Donald Trump could buy and sell your mother. Look, look, look. I love all forever. I love all the. He's oh, literally. Oh, and it's the same thing. It's copy paste. The bots are great. And I love, I have the honor of them attacking my live chat. And I absolutely love it because it's pure entertainment and it energizes me. And it should energize you that these people are so desperate that they're paying bot farms, that they're getting paid per tweet, that they're in live chats of little measly shows like mine. I think it's wonderful because it's time and money wasted on their part and it's entertainment for us. Trump smelly taint, that's a good one. Tip to MAGA morons, when you go and commit crimes, try to avoid recording yourself, then stop blocking it. Why? Why? I I think it's because I want to see how many accounts you have. Oh, you're a real person. I bet you're like 400 pounds eating Hot Pockets. You probably pleasure yourself looking at pictures of your sister that you took through the foggy shower door of the shower. You sicko. (laughs) Oh, my God. Look, if you only knew you people. Look, Look, just copy and paste, copy and paste. This is so comical. Why did you come at the end of the show? I was supposed to end 10 minutes ago. Why couldn't have you come earlier? I love when Trump says food for everyone on me. Yeah. He paid for the last two January 6th events at Bedminster. He he wouldn't let he would not let the Patriot Freedom Project pay Bedminster anything for the event. Tens of thousands of dollars. He says, nope, you guys aren't paying the, the venue anything. It's all on me. Isn't that wild? But he doesn't do anything. He doesn't buy anything. This is why you need a mod. I do. I, you know what? AP Unfiltered, if you want to be a mod, I'm going to figure out today. I think I can go in and make you a mod. I'll make you one. You're in the chat every morning. If you want that spot, AP Unfiltered, you can be the first mod. Unfortunately for you, none of your stereotypes are accurate. What does that even mean? You have a name that says Trump's smelly taint. Why doesn't MAGA just come out and say it? That is, we don't want democracy because we'll never win again. So, yeah. 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 You're right. I want pure, tyrannical government. I would take people like you and put you in a train and send you to the gas chamber. Yes, that's what I want. (laughs) I'm not 400 pounds. What are you, about 420? All right. Goodbye. He's going to come back, but 401 pounds. (sighs) All right, everybody. That was fun. I went 12 minutes over. He's probably about 4.75. Anyway, listen, hit the like button. Hit the share button. Hit whatever button you can to promote this video. Please follow. Look, Jim Jordan. (laughs) I got him. I got this. This is so great. We're part of Al-Qaeda. Oh, my God. I can't. You're just so great. Um. 
yeah, in any case, hit the like, hit the follow, take the URL, URL, the link, share it on your social media. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern, and we will be doing, James and I will be doing We The People Radio and Freedom Friday this week. So Tuesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern, Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We hope you join us. I'm sure we'll be shit show of shows. I don't think we have any guests. I think it's just going to be me and him uh, yelling at each other. We didn't do any shows last week, but uh, I had a guy, so I will say they're persistent with the amount of accounts they have. They're helping you show. Absolutely. So I think I had one, not two. It's probably the same guy. We had a guy, he kept coming on and he was like, there we go. Trump eats shit. I'm just going to let him come on. Is there anybody better than Trump and a critic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. I love the fact that you're um, you're this passionate about being in our chat. I love it. So, all right, everybody. I will see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. We'll see what's going on today in the news. Hey, if you guys ever have anything that you want me to, to chat about, um, send me... Uh, uh, I always check my Twitter DMs. I'm ajacoby1776 on Twitter. Um, you can, you can, yeah, send me, a, send me a message there. I'll Instagram, alanjacoby1776, A-L-A-N. I always check those instant messages too. Uh, the DMs, even the requests, I try to get in there. But yeah, make sure, um, anything, just, just shoot me a, uh, Shoot me a DM. I typically respond to to everybody, unless I think you're a douche. But all right, everybody, I'm gonna go and start the rest of my day. A lot of things to do today. Got to go to Bedminster tonight. Maybe see forty five. I hear he's gonna be in the house. That's one of the reasons I supposedly have to go. We'll see. Anyway, I will. Uh, I'll see you. Well, yeah, I might see you on Twitter throughout the day if you follow me. But I'll be back tomorrow morning. 8 a.m. Hopefully we get more trolls. I like the trolls. MAGA hat stays on. I'll see you later.